song because every time i'm going through something i throw on modest yahoo live and stuff too this is like my favorite cd man and it's and it's just because he's singing to his god and he's just trying to be uplifting he's not singing about hatred he's not singing about being a player or anything he's just praising god and you know and and it's great it's a different view of it it is a different like way of doing it and it's just i mean his way is through the Torah, which is cool. And like, um, I'm not Jewish, but I, I like it. Um, and it's just great, man. It's good music, man. And it's just like, it's cool. It's like something that I, I feel like if I was like Muslim or Christian or like Catholic or Buddhist or whatever, if I was just one religion and I like didn't want to or frowned upon or didn't want to listen to other religions, I probably would never have established or found this connection with this artist like so i feel like being free-minded like i am like it gave me an opportunity to find a, a love and passion for this music which is great like it's something i wish i could be a part of and hopefully one day i get to see him live you know what i'm saying but like it's just a great feeling man like to like listen to good music like, cause it changed your soul. Like, especially when you're going through stuff, or especially when you feel like you're down and you're like alone, or you just need need something great to listen to. Like, good music can do that. Um, sometimes we get caught up in like listening to like music that's like depressing or sad or like whatever because we feel like we need to listen to it. And it's not that we need to listen to it. It's just we 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 feel like that. So our music reflects how we feel. You know, we put music, play music to change our moods or like to make our moods feel a certain type of way. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, sometimes you just need to hear sometimes like the way you feel. But if you want to get out of that feeling, you have to listen to something that you want to feel. If you want to feel positive, you have to listen to positive music, man. Um, today I want to talk about like just life um, and like how 
good and evil don't exist without each other, but at the same time, there's truly no real good or evil because everybody's intention is based off of their own merits. And um, basically what I mean by that is like, take the army for example. Their, their, their goal is to protect the serve, which is which is cool. Everybody go in with the right intentions and everybody go in with the right um, narrative. Like they, they have the right idea. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes they are led by the wrong motives. You know? And it's just like, and sometimes they're blindly led into a situation they don't understand. Like, because what's different between our, our army and the army that we're fighting? They both believe that they're fighting for their, their country. They both believe that they're fighting for a purpose. But for some reason, one is condemned bad and the other one's condemned is, is, is claimed good. And like, and it's like, how do you determine that? Who determines that? I think it's your actions. I, I feel like if you're protecting, regardless of what side you're on, if you're protecting and making sure that nobody is um, getting hurt, then that then then you're not doing anything wrong. I feel like if you're the aggressor, if you just go in wanting to murder people, you go in with the idea that I want to kill these people just because they're different than me, then I think that you're you're the, you're in the wrong, regardless of what side you're on. I just think that you're in the wrong, and I think that like. That's just how it is. Like, there's no winners in war. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because there's definitely, it's definitely not a game. Losing your life, regardless of what, why you're doing it, it's still sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's crazy because, like, like how we look at it, or like how we judge it, or how we, um, or how it appears to us, is that like um, we glorify certain aspect, you know? Like we make it seem like, well, they they give you medals for certain things, like if you saved this many people, if you did this, they don't they don't consider the people that like they cook for these people or like you know what I'm saying so like other people get praised you know what I'm saying like you get praised just for like doing your job and like that's something that I never understood um even in sports it was like to me it was just like you single out one person in a championship season like, you're saying without this person, like, they might not, may or may not have went to the championship, which is true, which is true in some degree, but then, like, some, then, like, but the funny thing is, if winning the championship is the ultimate goal, how come the last couple of years, the MVP hasn't been on the Super Bowl team? Think about it. Like, in football, Lamar Jackson was on um, MVP last year, last season. And if I do recall, the guy that was MVP the season before won the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, but he has the better season, stat-wise and number-wise. See, this is this is where it's confusing me, and this is where like this is why like I think sometimes awards are bogus. Like, cause like you can get an award for mediocrity. Like, cause to me, like 
yes, numbers and stats look good, all right? But at the end of the day, if you don't have that Super Bowl ring, what good has it done? You know what I'm saying? Like, the Patriots went undefeated one season and then lost in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, that's a great season. But the ultimate goal is, like, winning that Super Bowl, right? This is, this is all I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand, like, why in life we we applaud or we award certain things, but we don't applaud and award everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll give a Super Bowl champion and we'll give a Super Bowl MVP. But how come that one game is more important than the rest of the games? So, like, you have a regular season MVP and then you have a Super Bowl MVP. So if I was a Super Bowl champion, I would rather have that award than the regular MVP. But the regular MVP is more memorable and it's like more recognized. So it's just it's, it's craziness. And then we applaud people for not, not making it to the championship. So we have a Pro Bowl because they had an amazing season. So that means you can be on the worst team in the league. But being that you're the best player on the worst team, you can go to the Pro Bowl and get knowledge for being a great a great player which is crazy when you think about it like so like that's how I look at it like far as like these different awards and I'm just using sports and especially football because football is like the one sport that like I always find interesting because football is the one sport where one person may seem like they dominated but like if it wasn't for the whole team they wouldn't dominate basketball you have one person on on offense and defense. Like, um, so he can he can kind of control both ends. You know what I'm saying? So that can be understandable in some degree. And other sports too. Football is the one sport where every like the one sport where you rotate. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's crazy to me like how you can decide one person is more important than the rest of the people. Without that, without the other twenty-one people on the scene—I mean, on the field—that one person ain't nothing. But that's a tear down. Um, I just thought about it because I just um, wanted to understand like the purpose of good news. To me, if you hurt somebody or your attention is harm somebody, if you have attentions to harm somebody. Then you may be a bad person, but in the same sense, you could just be having a bad spirit in you or a bad mood because somebody did something to you or to your family, and then you're protecting them. But let me ask you this: If somebody did something and you wasn't there to protect them, and then you go off to avenge them, are now you good or bad? Think about it. Think about it. If you were too busy doing something and God placed you outside or away from something for somebody to learn something, like their experience or somebody to go through something, and then, like, you come back, like, say, for instance, because this is where I don't, I don't even think that I can withstand the evil. Like if something happened to your kid or like your wife or your girl.
girlfriend or your friend, just even your friend, like um, you wasn't around and like somebody took advantage of you, emotionally, physically, sexually, um, high of them and destroyed them, like mentally, physically, like whatever, like whether they was raped or they were just assaulted, one of the two, and you come back to them. You was gone for whatever you, you went to. Like, you could have went out of town. You could have went to work. Whatever it is. And you come back and you find out that this person was assaulted or abused. What do you do? How do you become good in that situation? Is it good to, like, because, like, it's natural to want to hurt somebody. It's natural to want to defend somebody. It's natural to want to, like, but do that make us just as bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they put their hands on somebody and then we go kill them, do that make us just as bad or do that make us more evil? Who gives us the right to play God, right? Just as... As messed up as what they did isn't that just equally as messed up like I don't know it's like like something that like that like I thought about today and I wanted to share and it was a question that I kind of know the answer to but like still want to understand if anybody else feels like I feel you know like because at the end of the day like sometimes I feel like I think differently than people but then like when I express my feelings or my thoughts sometimes I feel like some people understand them like they might not agree with them but they understand them and, it, and, it, and by them understanding, I don't feel as bad anymore as a person. Um, greatness is earned. You know, um, I don't see anything wrong in what somebody else created. Like if you like, like sport. Like I didn't create football. I didn't create basketball. I didn't create bas baseball, soccer, tennis. You know, any any sport, hockey, whatever. Um, I didn't create any of these sports. So I can't dictate how the rules should be played. I can't tell you how. I can't tell you that, like, um, what should and should not be, you know what I'm saying, acceptable. Or what should or should not be allowed. I can't tell you these things. I can't. All I can tell you is that, like, some things make sense and some things doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense to me to glorify people who aren't winners. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like, I know in life, like, it's just a sport. I know it's just a sport. 
it should be dictated or played in as that just a sport but at the same time wasn't this sport created to have winners and losers if that because if it wasn't created to have winners or losers why do we have winners or losers I think that like in life people wanted to be recognized for being great or people wanted to be recognized for doing their job you know so this is why awards and stuff was created. It's it's not good enough. It's not good enough for somebody to win and win a championship. They want to be recognized as the best player too, or they want to be recognized. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy because if you wake up and. Like when they when they have MVP discussions and that's your goal is to win MVP, then like you're playing for a different reason. You're playing for yourself. They keep saying there's no I in team, but there's definitely a me, and and they express that as much as they can. And that's what happens if your team sucks. If your team went like twelve, let's say your team went twelve and fourteen. 13 and, I mean, 12 and 14, 3 and 13, 1, <laughs> 1 and 15, 0 and 6, 0 and 16, shit, what, 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 6 and 10, 7 and 9, or 8 and 8, any of those records, but 8 and 8 sometimes can get you to the playoffs, and, and like 79 almost got somebody to the playoffs. Which is fucking bananas. But any of those numbers I named, if your team record was one of those numbers and you're in the Super Bowl, I mean, not in the, in the Pro Bowl, Honolulu, Hawaii, while the rest of your team is being considered mediocre might be their jobs might be up on the line but you over there having a great ass time and celebrating because you was the best defensive player or offensive player in the league for your position one of them then I don't understand it like I wouldn't want to go me personally I'll be like how can you recognize me as a great player if my team sucked I should be just as bad as my team, right? I guess there's no I in team unless you're the best on it. I watched Steve Nash get two MVPs and no and no NBA championship. No NBA championship whatsoever. Not even close one year that he got the MVP. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think he made it. Like, yes, the team. Like, and I'm like, what? And then it makes me think, like, football is semi-reasonable when they give out that award. Because I don't think they ever, like, gave somebody that just was on a sucky team. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just like... To me, like, 
it's just crazy like how we look at life man like how we think and the reason I'm expressing this because I'm trying to get you to understand what I mean when I say good and evil you know what I'm saying I'm breaking it down in a different narrative and in, in making it look different between the good and the evil by switching it to winners and losers because see how we justify like how somebody can be a winner on a losing team you can be good on what's supposed to be an evil team like in the army like you can have good intentions and good like and good everything but some, some somehow you're on you're on the wrong side I think as long as you pray and as long as God is with you, He will protect you, and that should show you that like there's no such thing as good and evil. There's only what we choose to pretend what is good. Because like if you can bypass certain narratives, then you should be able to bypass all of them. Like if certain things make sense to you, then everything should make sense to you. And that's what I'm trying to get people to understand. If it doesn't make sense to you, then we need to stop glorifying certain things. And what made me think about it is like how like you have like anti-superheroes and you have superheroes and then you have villains. Anti-superheroes are good and bad. Like, you know, they have that dark side. They will kill you. With no hesitation. But they're doing it because they think they're doing it for the right reasons. But they still, they still have to repent to God or like pray more than the other heroes because they do have those demons that they're fighting, and that's what makes like certain bad um, anti anti heroes like Spawn, Deadpool, and all that. Like that's what makes them interesting to like to people because they are anti-superheroes villains are people that's just like straight up like torture you killing you for whatever reason like their narratives and their motives are not always the bad not always bad that's why they have people follow them because like you can poison a mind I mean it's as bad as it, it sounds you can you can poison a mind you can make people feel like they're in power that's how racism exists that's how prejudice exists that's how evil exists that's how bad organizations that's how certain games like you know what I'm saying like it's easy to manipulate somebody so like but when you have the worst intentions on the face of this when you have the worst intentions just to prove something or just to get your vision across it makes that that's what makes you a villain. And if you're really great at it, that's what makes you a super villain. <laughs> heroes and superheroes don't kill people. They protect. They serve. And that's what made, like, that, that one time when I was when, we, when I was watching the Marvel movies, that's what made it like so appealing, like to me, like one of the things where the government wanted to police them because it's like 
Captain America is like, we're doing what y'all ask of us. We don't want to be police. We're above y'all. And Iron Man is like, nah, we still need to be policed and governed just because we have superpowers, just because we have the ability to do things that other people can't do doesn't mean that we should. Which is funny because you would never think that Iron Man would be the one to think that. But at the same time, neither one of them was wrong. Neither one of them was wrong because how do you tell somebody that can do things that you can't do that I want to control you? You can't. You can't. You shouldn't be able to. You can't. You can only just expect them to do better and want to do better. And that's what Captain America, like, was trying to get to in the head of Tony Stark. We can only try to do better and want to do better. He's letting them know that we can't just... There's going to be casualties. There's going to be accidental deaths. There's going to be these things. You know what I'm saying? You can't have one without the other. You ha- you can't have good without evil. You know what I'm saying? And their job is to protect what they do. But you can't protect every single body. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't. Like, in the Army, there's going to be people that's going to get killed. It's going to happen. You can't protect everybody. Some Hell, 90% of the time that war happens is because somebody tortured and murdered other people or they're, they're doing things that's going to torture and murder other people. So, like, you can't look at the, the negative narrative on certain situations and you can't judge people by the outcome of that situation. You can only pray that everybody has good intentions in a situation and you can only pray that, like, nothing bad comes out of whatever it is. That's why I always tell people it's your world. I'm just in it. I try to get people to see that your life is destined to be your life, yes. And it's whatever you want it to be. And if you choose to hurt hurt people, that's on you. If you choose to be a great force in life, that's on you. If you choose to be motivated or like to be an inspirator or like even though that might not be a word, but like you, you want to inspire people or like inspire, inspire people or like motivate or like hurt or bring down, dictate, control, manipulate. This is all things that's on you. It's your life. It's your life. And you can't, worry about how other people see it. You can only worry about how you see it and how you see it in the eyes of God. Like, I don't know what 90% of the people believe in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, like not off the top of my head. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have an idea of what they may or may not believe in, but that don't mean that their God is exactly what we think it is. Like, um, because some people can justify certain things. Like, Hitler had a group of people justifying the Holocaust. Any sane person that sees it is like, what the fuck? But insane people are like, what the hell? 
But craziest thing about that I heard in the story that like it helped Germany wealth like um government at the time. So like people that was following him was following him because they was in a bad situation and they wanted to get out of it. So I mean that's all I'm trying to get get into your head. That's all I'm trying to get you to see. That's all I'm trying to get you to understand. That's all I want you to know. And be a part of because at the end of the day it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Like what we do or don't do. It's all only thing that matters is what we feel is righteous in in our hearts and what we feel is righteous to us thank y'all for listening to me you know what I'm saying like and being a part of this uh, episode this episode was like kind of uplifting for me because it wasn't about me it wasn't about me it wasn't about like my situation and what I'm going through because a lot of times I feel like that's all I talk about sometimes it's all I feel like I mentioned that's all I feel like comes out of my mouth at times and it shouldn't be but that's neither here nor there hope y'all have a great day like I always say it's your world I'm just in it hope you enjoy it peace